What's going on, beautiful people? It's the North Shore Nine postgame show. I'm Tyler. With me is my guy, Douglas Freshwater. Pirates lose this one, four to two. The Reds steal one game of the series, I guess. Like they were bound to get one, right, Doug? Right. I mean, look, the Pirates did exactly what you would want them to do. They went on the road, they took two out of three from a team that's ahead of them in the standings. It's still a little disappointing, right? You got the right. best start of Quinn Priester's career, a quality start. You got two doubles from Henry Davis, Triolo, kept on. And mm-hmm. You thought you were going to get this one, and I uh, thought we are going to get a sweep, and you wanted a sweep. Uh, it gives us 82 losses. That's that's no fun. Uh, not that we were, you know, going to avoid 82 losses, but, you know, the, the dream was alive there for a while. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, there are definitely some, uh, some positives from today's outing, but, yeah, it's disappointing that they didn't get the win. Yeah, it it was a very winnable game. Um, you already mentioned the start by Priester. We can get to that a little bit later. At the end of the day, the Reds just hit the ball over the wall more times than the Pirates did. That's really what it came down to. And in a ballpark like Great American Small Park, you have to hit home runs. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's a uh, um, – I went to a game there last year, three home runs in the first inning by the Pirates. Yeah. <laughs> And they had to hang on to win eight to five, right? So, um, right, even, you know, it was funny. Yesterday's game, a couple innings in, I'm like, well, you know, we've been coming back pretty – then it was eight nothing, and I thought, okay, it's over. But, you know, right, the fact that you could make that kind of comeback, that you know, that doesn't happen at Dodger Stadium, right? It's it's, – that's a a great American ballpark win, and you need home runs. You need home runs with guys on base. And, right, and and the Reds delivered that today. Uh, Yeah, You know, they couldn't keep – they couldn't handle – Friedel and yep. you know I, I uh, right before he hit the home run he drilled the you know down the line that just went foul yeah and, and my initial reaction was okay get him out of there yeah he had walked those guys he, he had not handled those guys at all I'll just yeah. take him out now let's preserve you know and obviously it was a little too late and but yeah um you know the red that team can hit there's no doubt about it and they did that today and we didn't hit as well we, we didn't get anything from the top of our lineup um, so when, when you don't get production from, you know, Reynolds and Hayes and, you know, leadoff man, Connor Joe, it's, it's not quite as, uh, uh, easy to, you know, to overcome some of that. Yeah. When your top three hitters were on base, they combined one time and it was a Reynolds walk. It's right. not really a recipe for success out there. No. Um, two runs is, this team. Right. no, and two runs is not going to get it done. We saw the bottom of the lineup kind of pick them up, but Hey, you have some games like this. I'm not going to harp on Connor Joe, Brian Reynolds, or Brian Hayes because they've really been the key to how right. good this team's been for the last month. Yeah, they're not going to hit 56 games in a row, right? <laughs> you know, they can't do it every day. And yeah. we had some of what, right? Like you said, Sawinski hits a home run, Henry Davis with two doubles. I, you know, some of it was there, um, just just not enough. So Jason Delay had two hits today. Yeah, Jason, I know. Triolo Man. had another good game. Um, the bottom of the order. 
really performed today. Just it didn't all come together. It happens. Let's talk a little bit about the Quinn Priester start here because yeah. we've talked a lot about him here this year, and I feel like it's something different every game. Where are you at with him right now? What'd you see today? Well, I mean, he did what he needs to do, and especially in a ballpark like that, he was keeping the ball on the ground. He walked too many guys. But I, I tell you what, I give him credit. That first inning, uh, he, he walked the first two. He walked the first two batters, and he walked them with a lot of strikes. <laughs> right? You know, right. so so it's like, man, the kids pitch well, and I thought this is the kind of thing that's just gonna, you know, he's just gonna implode quickly. And to his credit, man, he buckled down uh, and and you know what, no hits into the fifth, I think, and yeah, uh, yeah, I mean, too many walks. I think was it four or five walks? Walked five today. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, he has got to do better than that. And you're right. He was squeezed some of that today. But, uh, you know, that he cannot – he does not have the kind of stuff to be putting five guys on, on you know, bases yeah. – on base with with walks. Um, but it was definitely an encouraging start. Um, you know, I mean, I'm a Pirates fan. So I've sort of written him off already. Right? Right. I mean, it's like he had a bad – he had a bad inning. He's out of here. Let's – you know, he, he sucks. Let's move on. Uh, but that was really encouraging, and I really look forward to his next start. Uh, he, he was effective. We were seeing, uh, you know, he was using, I think, uh, I mean, I think he used his curve more because that, that first time he was up. Yeah. I mean, all we heard about for four years is his curve, right. his curve, his curve, and then he comes up and he doesn't throw his curve. And, I, I you know, I often question the Pirates in their sort of game, mm -hmm. and that's a perfect example of it. Uh, but I, I, it was it was fun to watch him today. Uh, I enjoyed it. I thought he showed a little bit of great little moxie there because, again, he was getting squeezed and he and he, he was handling a good lineup and a small ballpark. He gave up two runs. He should win every single time he goes six innings and gives up two runs. Yeah, that's even the big thing is that he was able to go six innings today. Yeah. Yeah. Really, they've gotten no length out of him. And right. It's just because he gets hit so hard. Right. Um, early on, we saw the velocity with the uptick that has kind of led to, I think, a few more people being interested in him. Uh, my only concern there, I think, is that we didn't see him really hold that velocity into the fourth, fifth, sixth inning. He was back down there around 93, 94. I don't really know if he broke 95 or 96, probably in his last three innings. That part concerns me a little bit. I know you mentioned the curveball there. It seemed like he threw it a lot in the first inning, and then he fell off of it again. And then late in the game, he went back to it. But it's sometimes it's hard to tell with him because the slider and curveball for him really are a similar pitch. Right. Um, velocity is pretty similar. So I don't know if maybe it's getting a different read from Statcast and everywhere else, but I think he only threw maybe 11 curveballs a day, yeah. uh, which I guess still is more than what he, we've seen him throw. Right. But still it would seem again, as much as they've touted that pitch, right. you would think you would see more of them. Um, yeah. I, I think the, uh, the velocity I mean, the uptick in velocity has been nice to see. And you're right. It's sort of waned a little there, but that's something that can be worked on. Right. I mean, that's, that's, you know, stamina conditioning, you know, blah, 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 um, you know, strengthening his core and his bottom half and all that sort of stuff. Um, I know the name of that place he went, that Keller went to is not called right. Treadstone, but that's forever stuck in my head, you know? So, so uh, I think yeah, Mitch Keller's also a highly trained assassin. So uh, um, and yeah. I, I want Mitch, I mean, I want, Quentin, Quinn Priester to go there as well. And maybe they can help him uh, uh, get, you know, get some velocity, maybe take uh, Rowanzi with him. Um, yeah. Uh, but yeah, it, it's again, it, it's, you know, he did, 
he deserves credit today. I, he did a fine job. Um, and, he, you know, he should have got himself a win. Yeah, and I think the really encouraging part about Quinn Priester is that we know the velocity is in there now. Right. Because his first stint being called up, I don't know if I really knew if it was in there. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah, yeah there he, was he wasn't touching 95. No, no, I mean he he was on 92, 93 with poor command, you know, and it was there, right? It looked like it looked like there was nothing there. It looked like wow, how did how did he even do this at triple A? And right. uh you know what I'm saying? And I right, like I said, I, I'd sort of I mean, you know, I I didn't want him to be DFA or anything, but I was like, I am not counting on this guy for anything next year. Um, and and I'm still not there yet, but now it does like seem like there's something to work with. It, 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 it like you said, it does seem like the velocity is there. It does seem like he can go six innings now. You know, when I was thinking, hey, this guy is at best going to be an opener, right? You know, mm -hmm. so yeah, um, yeah it, it, it's encouraging. And I, like I said, I I guess he's got one start left, and yeah. Yeah, I really look forward to seeing it, right? And and then uh, you know, hopefully he he can build off this and continue on and and right and and right, he deserves every opportunity to compete for a spot next year. Yeah, I'm fully with you. I'm just very happy to see that he still does have the velocity, right? Um, because I think we're in the same boat with Rowanzi right now, where I don't know if he still has that velocity. I don't know if it's there, right? So it's good to no see way. that he's in there. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like, yeah, even, even if he throws it, you know, if he hits 96 twice in the game, it's like, okay, it's, it's there. there. Right. Well, you can right. still do yeah. it. He's that not physically incapable of doing right. it, right? He's just not doing it. <laughs> right. So I, I I take a little solace in that, I guess. So yeah. Something to work with there with Priester. Yeah. Um, I guess just to go down the line with the pitcher today, Jose Hernandez comes in, goes two thirds of an inning. Um, He's been fine really all year. Right. Yeah, he's a good find, right? We, mm -hmm. uh, we weren't all that excited about it when we picked him up rule five. Uh, and right. He, and there was times, you know, early in the season where he was a essential and impactful part of the bullpen. Yeah. Uh, you know, he, he's a rookie coming from double A. Right. He, he's been, you know, when, when you put it in that sort of perspective, he's been outstanding. Um, yes. He's had ups and downs. He's had some injury stuff, but we didn't have to hide him all year. Right. We were able to use him. We were able to use him in, in, in important parts of the game. And, and by and large, he's, he's come through. He's, he's had some struggles. He's had some inconsistency, but and there's no concern about his, his velocity. No. Right. And uh, you know, again, I, he's some, I, you know, I look forward to, to seeing what he can evolve into. Completely with you on him. The lefty the was guy that, in our I know, but the guy that really just, there's something there in the bullpen is the next guy. And it was Andre Jackson. Four Andre strikeouts Jackson. today. I know he gave up the home run. The changeup is just so good. And I love watching a pitcher with a good changeup because it feels like it's just been forgotten in Major League Baseball. And I love watching. Such an effective pitch, right? So <laughs> and he can throw it pretty much anytime he wants. He can go right on right with it. I really am encouraged by what he could be in the bullpen. If you squint hard enough, there are some remnants of a bullpen here for 2024. Yeah. Yeah. There is. And I don't even think you have to squint that hard. Uh, you know what I'm saying? I mean, it, he's, he looks like he could be a really effective, you know, I mean, at this point, sixth and seventh guy, right? Like you said, the, the starter only goes four and two thirds and you bring him in for two innings. Uh, I mean, that looks like, 
almost a given at this point. And if he can refine and harness that, that stuff a little bit, uh, you know, get a little better command. I mean, again, it's his first year, you know, I, mean, I don't know. Did he still have rookie eligibility? But I mean, he's very, very early in his uh, major league career. Um, you would expect some steps forward. He, he I mean, I, I mean, I could really see him evolving as a late inning guy. Uh, but uh, I'll be thrilled if he's if he's Dwayne Underwood Jr. next year. But better, you know, not Dwayne Underwood Jr. <laughs> right? Right. Oh man, you just put that in my head. Now I'm going to think he's going to be Dwayne Underwood Jr. In the Dwayne Underwood Jr. role, but effective. Oh. <laughs> see. Well, I'll take the effective part, but I, I really yeah. am. Ex I'm excited to see him just be put into that bullpen role. Let him just work on that and that alone. Don't none of this opener. I'm excited for a full offseason of him just knowing I'm fighting for a bullpen spot here. Right. I'm right. a reliever now. That's it. Yeah. So I, that's another thing I do hope they do is just put him in the bullpen. Yeah. Wait I on. was happy to see him come in where he came in today. Right. It's like, okay, no more opener the rest. I mean, again, it's six games left, but right. it's like, nope, we're going to put you in where we're going to be using you next year. You are going to come in with a guy on base and, you know, and need to get out of it and then pitch another inning or so. Um, so, yeah, it was good. It, it's good. It, it, uh, to borrow a word, he's intriguing. <laughs> he is intriguing. Um, so that wraps up the pitchers today. The hitters, we already talked one through three. I don't want to really harp on them. You're going to have a bad night. It happens. They're yeah. probably worried about the Steeler game at night. I get it. Exactly. A lot of intriguing props. Exactly. And I Jared Triolo. <laughs> Doug, is Jared Triolo good? I'm on board. When he came up the first time and was just slapping balls over the middle infielders' heads, I was on board. I kept saying he he has good at bats. He seems to ha have a knack with runners in scoring position. And man, can he play defense? That the turn on that double play, he is just a, really play. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is what I'm saying. It's like, oh, this is the third time he's played second base, and he's making he's turning that thing like Bill Mazeroski. Are you kidding me? Um, and now suddenly he's got exit velocity, right? Yeah. I mean, I mean, he's, it, he's the balls in the air. Yeah. He's in the ball in the air. He's lacing it. Uh, when I was on with Jim, I think it was Wednesday. I, you know, I was saying like, even his singles now are hard hit, you know, I mean, he's smashing it and, and the fielder can't handle it. Or it's down the line, that sort of thing. It's not like when he was first up. No, um, he looked like Chris Stewart. Yeah, I mean, the kid, what is he? Six three, six four, two twenty, something like. I mean, he's that got looks a, like a toothpick. Yeah, yeah, he he he's a big boy. He's got a big solid frame, and you know, I'm I'm not ready to make any pro proclamations. He should be this or he should be that. But man, there seems to be room for him on the roster, uh, uh, and and there seems to be at bats, you know, for him on the roster. Uh, I mean, what he did yesterday at third base, how can he not? How can you not look at him and think? Oh, we, again, it's sort of like Priester's velocity. Okay, it's in there. Now, yeah. can, can we get it consistently? But it's definitely in there. Yeah, I don't know if I really thought much of the power at all. I've always been a Triolo guy just because of the defensive versatility and how good he is everywhere he plays. But also the bat-to-ball skills. I know he's, stri he's striking out like 30% of the time. I get that. But he's still – you can see the bat-to-ball skills in there. Yeah. Um, you see him in those big situations where he knows, I just need to move a runner here. I just need to put a ball in play here. Yeah, he's he a baseball player. He seems to get it. Yeah. Yeah, he he is the, the classic. I mean, he reminds me of all those 
you know, those guys in the seventies that, you know, played middle infield and, and, you know, weren't supposed to be 40 home run hitters back then. They, but they were solid fundamentally knew what to do instinctually made the plays. Um, you know, I've said this several times when you have Cabrian Hayes on this roster, um, you want a good backup third baseman because he is going to need some rest. His, his back and, you know, he's had some injury concerns um, just to avoid the injuries. If you could let him, you know, DH once a week and then put in Triolo and not have, I mean, it's a drop off because nobody in the world is as good at third base as Cabrian Hayes, but he's right up there. You know, I mean, he's, he's, Mm -hmm. he's in that next tier of just really, really good guys. And then if he can do that at second and first, and uh, I have no doubt that he could, uh, I I would think he's probably the best shortstop we have on the roster right now. We haven't he seen him play. Yeah, he hasn't but, even gotten a chance to play there. But, but hasn't even got to play. It. Right. I haven't seen it. I believe it. Right. This team's <laughs> two best shortstops are probably Brian Hayes and Jared Triola. Yeah, exactly. So, so yeah, I, I was definitely have been interested in him. You know, since the minors, and even I said I, I appreciated the the first stint. Just the, again, the way he, like I said when he came up with guys in first and second, they got to second and third, or or, or yep. for or further. Right. And it, and it, it was with the same thing. It was just a little slap over, uh, you know, the, the second baseman's head. Now, you know, <laughs> he, he's hitting the ball in the air. He's hitting it, you know, you know, they said ball skills and, and uh, man, that defense, it makes such a difference. We ignore it. We say the bat will play all this sort of stuff. And, but then you watch what good defense does. Yeah. And, and, and because it doesn't, you know, there isn't necessarily a statistical, you know, category that that's listed in, the, you know, he saved runs, right? And I know we'll, we'll, we get into these sort of um, nebulous, you know, defensive runs saved and zone and all that sort of mm-hmm. stuff. But it's not as easy to count as, oh, yeah, he had knocked in two runs. And uh, he, man, he does it. He does it. He, I mean, playing first base, he's played first base three yeah. times. He's making great scoops. I mean, and that yeah. would be, you would think, like, you know, fielding the grounder, diving for the ball on the line. Okay, that translates to, to say any position. But digging balls out of the dirt is something you don't get practice at at third base and second base. Yeah. And he's 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 scooping like he's Don Mattingly over there. It's amazing. He's just a baseball player, plain yeah. and simple. I mean, yeah. I don't remember if I was on with you. Um, it might have been Jim I was on with. But it was the game that Garrett Cole started against the Pirates and Jiwon Bay threw the ball into the dirt and basically gave the game away. Right. right. Terrible footwork there. That's the guy that plays yep. second base all the time. Yeah. We watched Jared Triolo here today. Everything he does is just correct. Yeah. He just uh, yeah, does I, everything I, right. I tweeted out that he's a defensive savant. And that, that's what he is. I I, I, yeah, I get the feeling you could put him in as goalie in a soccer game right now, and he'd be great at it because he's just yeah. good at defense. You know, we could put it's him like, on the other team's best receiver. <laughs> I didn't like the guy, but it's like Sean Rodriguez. Yeah. Yeah. If you just put him everywhere, and, and I think just, Triolo might be a little better, but uh, yeah, just fundamentally I, I at so everything, good. it looks Everything looks good. Right. It's 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 very – I mean, it looks like he's done it 10,000 times. I mean, that's the real thing about it. Yeah. You know, it, it's it, it's like, holy cow. I mean, in his first start at first base, he was digging stuff out of the dirt. You're like, are you kidding me? You know, I mean, yeah. that's the stuff that our, our, some of our more experienced first basemen have not been able to do over the years. So, yeah, I'm all, I'm all in on Triolo. Um being on this roster and getting, you know, 400 yeah. at bats. All right. I, I don't, I'm not ready to proclaim him the starter at first base or second base or anything. I just, I don't want him to start at first base because I, he's too valuable everywhere else. Yeah. Yeah. He's such a good defensive player, but I mean, I'm sort of starting to view him 
like Jay Hay a little bit now, right? That you can put him in and, and get really good defense. And yeah, he, he's. It looks like he might have a little pop now. I, I don't. I'm not ready to to buy. He's all not going to hit 300. Up. He's in 297 right yeah, yeah, now. He's, no, 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 he's no. not going to. This is not no. really sustainable. Brian Reynolds doesn't hit 300 anymore, right? I mean, very few people hit 300 now. So it it. But again, if he can be a 270, you know, hitter and and, yeah. and give you, you know, I don't know. I mean, I said this with Jim and he rolls his eyes so hard. I thought they might get stuck, but I'm like, if he could get you 10 home runs and 25 doubles, you know, I'm, I'm and then play that kind of defense. I mean, he is what we say we wanted from key until this yeah. last 50 games, right? If he can be an average hitter and play that kind of defense, he's a spectacular asset to this team. We know he can play the defense. And I'm starting to believe he can be at least an average hitter. And now I have this little thing in the back of my head thinking he might be slightly above average. <laughs> so. Well, at this point, and I don't like, I really only use this stat whenever I want to prove my own point. That's what stats are for. Exactly. And I believe this was his 48th game coming into today. Jared Triolo has been worth 1.4 war, according to fan graphs in 47 games. Right. That's a like a five war pace. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> that is nuts. That, that that really is. That is really yeah. Um, I mean, he's right. Carmen Majinski's probably our best rookie, um, just because. But the Triolo yeah. Triolo might be surpassing him, or or it, you know, now we have an offensive rookie and a defensive. Or what you know? Well, no, because he would be our best defensive. You know, yeah. but yeah, it's a. Uh, you can't be anything but encouraged by it. Um, you know, here we are in the slog of a, a what's been a pretty bad season. And suddenly we're, we're getting all these little bright spots that don't even seem like fool's gold. Right. I mean, yeah. like, you know, it's like, Oh, I, I hey, I'm, there's something there. Yeah. Like, I, I, I'm, yeah. I'll, I'll buy, I'll buy some great Jared. Jared I mean, stock. if Jared Trula was here, oh, you're giving you 1.5 war. You're all aboard. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's exactly right. If it he's done it in forty-seven season, damn games, yeah, yeah, you know that's right. If you'd have told me on March thirty-first that Triolo has a one and a half WAR at the end of the season, I'm like, oh wow, that worked out great. Yeah, <laughs> Brian Hayes has an OPS of seven seventy-five. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Brian Hayes has met all of. Our I'd be I'd be wondering wh where I can right. buy the playoff tickets. Yeah, yeah exactly. Right, exactly. <laughs> I mean, Brian Hayes. We, I mean, we said a million times. Oh, yeah, I mean, what has he got? Fifteen now, or is it fourteen home runs? Uh, Whatever. It, it's more than twelve. So, right. Yeah. And we would all if if it if at the beginning of the season I said Cabrian Hayes ends at two seventy five with twelve home runs and seventy RBIs, we would all signed up gladly. We, you know, we would have raced to put our our names down on the dotted line. So. Yeah, and also Brian Reynolds has an eight hundred OPS. I'm wondering where my playoff tickets are. Yeah, I, I don't understand. Right. I, I don't understand why I'm not scrambling to get tickets. Right. <laughs> Cursing myself for taking a day off in freaking, you know, July when I needed to use it for October. <laughs> well, let's wrap it up here with Henry Davis. He does get two hits today. Um, I don't. I'm, I'm ready for the offseason for Henry Davis. He needs a rest. Yeah. He needs to get healthy. At this point, just get put together good at bats and stay healthy. Yeah, that, that's exactly it. Don't get hit on the wrist, right? You know, just like just exactly like I said, finish the season healthy, have a couple good at bats, um, and then be sat down and told that you're a right fielder, and 
I don't, I don't know. I don't know if there's a school for outfielders, but get with somebody, you know, get down to Trent. Call Andy Vince, like, um, you know, uh, what, whatever, but, uh, you know, start, uh, you know, start the shagging flies and, yeah. and, uh, can, you know, can, and work with Andy Haynes. Is that, is that the appropriate thing? <laughs> I don't want to get down that route. No, work with Joe Nunnally. <laughs> work with Joe Nunnally. Right? Yeah, exactly. Or John Nunnally. I'm sorry, John Nunnally. And, uh, um, and get Andy Vince like, and, you know, just come in preparing to be the right everyday right fielder. Let's just move on from the catching thing. It, it, uh, it doesn't really make sense anymore. Andy's the catcher delays the backup. And, you know, if something happens to somebody, you know, if uh, Andy leaves in the third inning and then delay has to leave in the fifth. Okay. You, you, you got Henry Davis and that's uh, much better than bringing in a Josh Van Meter in that situation. But otherwise he's a right fielder, right fielder slash DH. And, uh, and like I said, the off season's coming, get to work and come back next year, fresh, healthy, ready to go. Yeah. I think at this point, I'm not ready to take him completely away from catching, but I want to hear more about robo umps before I do so. If it's another three years out, then yeah, we're done right. here. Oh, yeah, golly. First inning today, I was crying for him. So, wow. um, well, you know what? Hopefully we're not crying for robo referees tonight in the Steeler game. And this is what we need. Uh, Mark had asked me my prediction. I'm going to tell you, it's going to be 21, 17 Steelers. The important things to know is that George Pickett will have six catches Pickett. or more. Pickens, right? Yeah. <laughs> One of those guys. You know, Kenny George Pickens. Kenny. Yeah, it's kind of like we say Hendy for, you know, <laughs> my, my George Pickens. And uh, he's going to have six or more catches, 100 more yards, and the Steelers are going to win. And my $20 bet will pay $380. These are the significant, significant exactly. numbers that must occur. So, and TJ Watt needs a, a sack. So he can, I mean, that's not in my, but he sets not the yet. all-time Steeler record. He, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. I still have time, right? But he sets the all-time Steeler uh, sack record, which would be exciting. My pick is Steelers money line. That's about it. I haven't decided yet. I might take the Jalen Warren prop, but I don't know. Yeah. I don't uh, know what his uh, line is on rushing stats yet. So I know it's so hard to take a Steelers offensive. <laughs> you know, our, we have been offensive, <laughs> offensive, is, but we have not been offensive, you are correct. All right, Doug, let's get the heck out of here. You're ready for yep. the Steeler game. Yes, sir. Go Steelers. Let's go Bucks. We'll see. We'll be back or someone will be back Tuesday, guys. Thanks for watching. Yep. Peace out, Girl Scouts. Hey, you all. Thank you for watching. I know we try to provide the most entertaining content that we can, uh, and we'd love to spread it to as many people as possible. So uh, I know it doesn't seem like a lot, but if you could take the five seconds to like this video and subscribe to the page, it helps out so much more than you know. Thank you and let's go Bucks.